0: What's up guys, Max here back with another episode of the Scuttlebutt Show, rocking my Okinawa ramen t-shirt available at scuttlebuttshow.com. I want to say what's up to everybody in the chat. What's up Nuggets, Philip, welcome to the chat, it's always nice to see you here with your special icon next to your name because you're a member, Justin, OG, Litness in the chat, everybody else who hasn't checked in in the comments yet, it is nice to have you here too. We have a crazy episode today, but as always, first we got to hit you with the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh about yesterday. So, about yesterday, we had uh, A.O. Nixo on the show, and he is the man. I was so lucky. It's my privilege and honor to have him as a guest on my show. He's been out here since I was at like 500 subs before most of you were watching, and I just think that he is the man. If you guys didn't get a chance to go check out his channel, please do so, and if you find that content useful and meaningful, then give it a subscribe and let them know what the Scuttlebutt Show sent you. So, me and him have a lot of things planned. He and I have a lot of things planned for the future uh, future events and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll be seeing more of each other on YouTube soon, especially if you guys like that. Thank you, OG Litness, for commenting on the production, trying to make it as nice as possible. Good job. Uh, nuggets. I'm getting your workout in and Philip, welcome to the chat. Uh, Justin more angry, insane vet videos coming out very soon. Uh, and now we're gaming as the insane vet. So I'm throwing on my body armor, getting after it in the game. Great guest and had a blast in that stream. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys tuning in for that. Today's episode, if you guys saw my Instagram post, I had to call it the misinformation episode. You can see it in the title, the misinformation episode. Nothing crazy, but I did see some stuff online today, and I was like, this is weird. The way that people are phrasing things, talking about things. I thought I would just bring up these articles that I have and uh, go ahead and talk about why most of these are not what they appear to be. And also, just a quick update on the story last week. We had that story of the colonel who was found dead in his office at Leavenworth, Apparently, people are talking to me on TikTok that uh, he shot himself. So, the, word, the scuttlebutt is he shot himself, and that's horrible. I haven't seen anything official about it, but people on TikTok, multiple people have said it's weird that the news isn't talking about it because he shot himself and nobody's saying it. So, we will be following that as always. We always follow up on stories here on the Scuttlebutt Show because one thing I hate about news is they never follow up, they never talk about things months and years later, whereas I do. Wife's body armor. Correct. I wear my wife's body armor. When we went to go do the 9 11 run last year, I was uh, the 9 11 staircase run. I showed up in my body armor and somebody said, Hey, nice body armor. I said, Thanks. It's my wife's. So that's uh, classic scuttlebutt humor right there. Um, Yeah, so it is nice to see you guys all today. Gaming is in question today. I don't know if there's going to be any gaming today because I am doing some filming for the documentary this afternoon. Some incredible stuff coming with that. You guys. I cannot describe to you how excited I am to, to share this documentary with you when it's finally done. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. So we are working hard on that. Me and some other people out here that support that mission out here on the island, on Okinawa, we're working hard on that. So stay tuned. More to that. By the way, the, the trailer for that is up on Patreon. Oh yeah, I want to say, a couple people have left Patreon this month and that's fine. I appreciate you. If, you. if you're out there, if you're somebody who's left Patreon this month, that's fine. I appreciate your support so much. If you joined as an elite patron, and you got that free t-shirt and you had to cancel your account, that is totally fine. I hope you guys still are enjoying the show. If I did something to upset you, I apologize. Let me know about it. If it's just a financial thing, then that's totally fine. But I just want to let you guys know, if you think this content is good, entertaining, worth it, then for as little as $3 a month, consider becoming a patron or a member of the channel here on YouTube. $3 a month. You can join on, on Patreon. You can join here on YouTube. You can become a member of the channel. If you spend five to 10 hours a week with me on uh, on YouTube here every week, it might be worth it uh, for as little as $3 a month to keep this channel growing and the quality that it is. Let's see. Can't wait for the documentary. Yes. Leavenworth is the easiest base to get on only an inspection, no armed MPs. Interesting. Uh, rest easy. Yes. Rest easy. Can't wait for the documentary. Yes, uh, I can't wait either. It's a lot of work. We're talking about a full documentary film here that we've been working on since January, okay? This is no joke. This is not no small project. This is a big one. So it'll stay tuned for that. Also, if you guys can share the video and like the video and all that stuff, you guys know the deal to get the chat popping and get the channel growing, then that's always amazing too. So let's get into our first story here. Hopefully my computer doesn't freak out. Let's see if, how, what happens here when I press the magic button. Boom, it's working, good to go. cash strap National Guard warns it will be forced to cancel training and ground aircraft. The National Guard is out of money. What's going on? So here's the deal. What they're saying here is the National Guard is facing a severe funding shortage after its months-long mission securing the U.S. Capitol after the January 6th pro-Trump assault. If the force isn't reimbursed $520 million soon, it will have to cancel training events, schools, and weekend drills, and even ground aircraft, military.com has learned. So what military.com is saying here is that basically the National Guard spent its whole budget on the Capitol enforcement, and now they can't afford to train their soldiers and send them on trips and fly aircraft and put gas in vehicles and all that stuff. Here's why this, is, uh, this article is not as, as it appears to be, not as bad as it appears to be. Um, this happens to every branch every year around this time. Every summer. We're running out of money, guys. We are running out of money. We're going to have to start canceling trips. We're going to have to start canceling this, canceling that. I have never, in working with all the branches of the military, ever been anywhere And not run into this problem at the end of the year, the last quarter of the year, the fiscal year, which ends in October, is always marred by financial concerns. And if you guys were ever in the military, you probably know what I'm talking about. In fact, I remember being at Fort Pickett, Virginia, doing some top secret military training. And we couldn't even use the ranges because they had to shut them all down because the civilians couldn't come to work because of budget constraints. So this always happens. But what they're saying is that the reason this year, and if it wasn't this, it would just be something else. The reason this year is that they wasted all their money guarding the capital and, uh, and not investing in the National Guard's training and, and budgeting for the end of the year. But like I said, this is so, uh, th- this is so typical of the military to, at this point in the year, So so you guys know, this is what I want to say about this is kind of like, I'm always complaining about the way the military budgets their money. Here's how it goes. At this point in the year, okay, the end of the year, the last quarter, the military has spent overspend. So what they do is they compensate by underspending for the last three months. And then in the last 30 days, overspend on useless stuff this is the way it goes every year. And it's the most frustrating thing in the world. Talking about military budget, military spending, I could spend all day on it. It, The way that it's done is ludicrous. But what they're saying is that aviation units here are unlikely to recover for 10 to 14 months, 10 to 14 months, according to the memo. I I can't remember a squadron that I've been in where they're going to shut down flights. We can't afford gas. We can't afford gas anymore. Nick, uh, man you fan, man you, Manchester United, what is that? Love the videos, keep it up. Thank you very much. I I've never been in a squadron or anything where they're like, at the end of the year, they're like, hey, we're good. We're gonna be able to fly all year, you guys. This is the first year. Fly all year, totally fine. We have all the money in the world for gas. It's never happened in the history of my career in the Navy. Never heard of such a thing. I've had schools canceled. We've had mandatory training canceled, set back months because we had we failed to meet the budget. Uh, expectations, manage it. And that is literally every command that I've ever been in the whole time that the whole 14 years that I was in the military. So I definitely don't think that this is anything unique here. But what they're saying is the guard estimates eight to 12 months for training, 10 to 14 months for aviation. Without Senate action, the National Guard, which provided protection to the Capitol after the attack of January 6th, will have to begin cutting training in August. Who chairs the Senate? Uh, Patrick Leahy, who chairs the Senate Appropriations Committee. Senate Republicans have refused to join bipartisan negotiations to address these urgent security needs. And now the Capitol Police risk running out of funding this summer. I don't know about the Capitol Police, but I do know that the National Guard is experiencing nothing different than what every branch of the military experiences, the crunch in July, August, September. If you guys have experienced this, let me know in the comments. I would love to hear from you. If you guys have ever been in the military when this kind of budget crunch happens annually, it's it's like clockwork because it's literally clockwork, then you guys just let me know in the comments section. And I think that we'll probably have some people, if there are some veterans in the chat who can echo my sentiment here on this one, because it is just, it is just so common. It's so common. It's the same way in the corporate world. Yes. So you, work, you said you work at Sleep Number and you go on Leavenworth 20 times a week. That's crazy. 20 times a week. Uh, are that many people buying Sleep Number mattresses? By the way, if you guys don't know, Justin won the Yoga Sleep Node from the Exist Tribe giveaway, and we'll hopefully be getting that sometime early this summer, is what I'm hopeful for, for that. So you'll have, to, you'll have to send a picture to me. You'll have to send me a pic of it, and, and let me know how it's working for you, and hopefully I get my hands on one, too, around the same time, and I can do my full review on it. So you guys, uh, thank you for being here. Nick and Grant, who just subscribed, welcome to the channel. Just a reminder... All the ways to support the channel are in the links in the description. Um, We're gonna have some controversial subject matter today. Controversial subject matter is the name of the game, and we're gonna talk about COVID. We're gonna talk about COVID. COVID has just demonetized my channel. By the way, (laughs) Uh, it it, it always goes goes that way. Uh, This video is now gonna have a. CDC alert at the bottom of it to make sure you go to the official government website to get all your information, which things have come out recently that has just been totally crazy about COVID. And just when I thought, by the way, let me let me just pause here for a second and tell you guys. The recent news that the number of people having heart issues, heart inflammation after they get their COVID shot. Is a little alarming to me because I did have clicky heart. If you guys remember me talking about clicky heart after getting my COVID uh, shot, my second shot, I go home, my heart started clicking. So weird. Um, I get it. If people don't want to, like I've always said, if people don't want to get their shot, I don't, I don't care. I, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I got mine. I had clicky heart. They're now saying people get heart inflammation after COVID, heart inflammation. I get why people wouldn't want to get it. I've heard people, the scuttlebutt that I'm giving you guys is I've heard people in conversation at the dog park, at the exchange, talking about how they're never going to get it. It's fine. Who cares? I don't care. Um, Obviously, there are built-in consequences to that with travel and all these things, things you can do, things you can't do, vaccinated, unvaccinated, all that stuff. But just when you thought that the regular converse, nuggets, you also had clicky heart. Are you serious? Are you being serious? Um, So just when you thought the conversation couldn't get any weirder, the military steps in to really F it up. So, humans now testing the Army's catch-all COVID vaccine. The Army's catch-all COVID vaccine is now in human trials. What does that even mean? Why is the Army making a vaccine? Do you guys remember when we did those recruiting videos, reactions, and the Army one said splitting cells, and somebody in the chat, whoever the genius was, the the astute observer who said, that's just normal things that cells do every day. Uh, Apparently the army's got their science division and they're getting weird with it. They're getting straight up strange with their COVID stuff. Humans now testing army's catch-all COVID vaccine. This is breaking news from army times, a kind of catch-all vaccine that could protect against current and future strains of the coronavirus that sparked the COVID-19 global pandemic it has already been tested by army scientists on mice, monkeys, horses, hamsters, and even sharks. Sharks. Is this how Shark NATO starts? Is this it? Is this how Shark NATO, Monkey NATO, Mice NATO, Horses NATO, and Hamster NATO starts? What if we get a Hamster Cane, a Shark NATO, a Monkey Foon, a uh, Micening, and a Which one did I did I skip one here? A Hamster Quake. That was, that got weird. I'm going to even admit I got a little weird. I'm getting a little conspiracy. I'm getting a little conspiracy here. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that there might be a hamster cane and a monkey NATO or a monkey foon. Uh, (laughs) who knows? who knows basically early human testing has begun and researchers expect the first date set the first data sets on immune, immunity in the coming weeks this effort is the approach to handling viruses finding ways to defeat families of viruses rather than a specific strain so the army is working on a all in one vaccine for all coronaviruses because remember coronavirus isn't the specific name of covid coronavirus is a novel virus a new virus that pops up in the world what's up chris that pops up in the world. And now the army is working on one one vaccine to rule them all. And this is somehow supposed to instill confidence. The army's making it. This is how every zombie movie starts. This is literally every zombie movie. And that's important because medical experts worry that the next pandemic triggering virus could be more contagious than COVID-19 and far deadlier. It does beg the question, Why is the military worried about future viral outbreaks? I mean, there's the obvious answer that everyone suffers. National security, readiness, suffer all this stuff. The cost is outrageous. But with all the talk about the leak, the lab leak and everything, is it crazy to suspect that the military is worried about a a, a biological warfare attack? Because those are not new the military has been prepared for biological warfare attacks forever, right? So that's not new. This is not crazy. Shino, what's up? Good evening. Uh, that's, not, that's not new. So it's not crazy to say that that's what they're worried about. What I'm curious about is how the how long the army has been working on this. Like, there's not really a lot of information here. Majerad, uh, who is the doctor up there that was referenced, the director of emerging infectious diseases at Walter Reed spoke, Said, so far in animal studies, it has shown high immunity, even a fraction that is present in humans. Their current vaccine would be a good option for next generation vaccine to combat coronavirus regardless of the strain. Their broad spectrum coronavirus vaccine could also serve as a booster shot for soldiers that would offer longer and more durable protection against future variants. This pushes an effort to produce robust vaccines that target a family of viruses rather than past efforts, which pursued specific immunizations against certain strains. The method is too slow to meet the types and volume of viruses that humanity may face in the coming years. We're chasing the wrong curve of the virus after it emerges. The goal is to have a vaccinated population before a coronavirus or a virus can make an impact. We'll get to the point where we can stop the virus in its tracks before a pandemic. Um, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. Army worried because China started it. If everyone in the USA gets it except me, then we're good. This is a weapon. If I remember correctly, they have a plan for zombies too. Uh, probably. can't remember if it was 888 or 444. Um, I, I I've heard that too. I do know, I know what you're talking about. There is, there, there was something that came out that said the army does have a plan for zombies. Something like that. Yes, I, I do know what you're talking about. That is real. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting that this news is popping out right now. I always wonder why news comes out at certain times Stratus Columns group is partnered with Mojra's team in finding where and how the coronavirus binds to a receptor in the body by developing synthetic methods to prevent the binding in the first place. They hope to keep the virus at bay, even if it enters the body. Now, if the army makes a vaccine that stops all viruses, like all flu strains, you know, any flu animal based uh, trans mutated virus or whatever uh, transmitted, then that'd be great if they come out with it and it's safe, I mean, obviously there's plenty of vaccines that have changed the course of history for the better. Uh, and the COVID one has definitely made an impact and people have their thoughts on it for sure. Um, like I said, I had that clicky heart. Did nuggets ever come back? Didn't get clicky heart from the shot. Military is worried from bioweapons. This is actually kind of cool. If it works, if it's a, a vaccine against all viruses, that is kind of neat. Um, but why is that coming out right now? So All the misinformation about the COVID vaccine and it making people meddle and all this stuff. And then the army decides that that's a good time to go ahead and drop a all virus vaccine. And maybe we should have thought about this a long time ago. Maybe the right move would have been to have an all vaccine, an all virus vaccine a decade ago, two decades ago, instead of just selling a flu shot every year. Like if this, maybe this is just a breakthrough in modern technology and it's finally available now. I don't know. It's so crazy. I would love to hear what you guys think in the comment section about that. Would you guys take a vaccine that vaccinates against every virus? Would you feel comfortable with that? Um, forget, you don't have to tell me anything about the COVID vaccines. You can keep that private to yourself. You feel free to not say anything in the chat about it. But what do you think about the army working on this? Do you think the army are the right people for the job? The army scientists, specialist Smith in there split cells, just like in the army recruiting commercial? We'll see. Let's see. Uh, I don't think we have one in Canada, mostly because they would be friendly. The Canadian zombies, you know, they would be friendly. Maybe, maybe, maybe they would. Uh, that'd be nice. Imagine friendly zombies. Sorry. Bitch. you. I bit you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Good times. Hell no. Robert says, hell no. Um, when Ebola comes to America, then I'll take a vaccine. Well, there is no vaccine for Ebola, right? That's the problem. So Ebola is scary. I remember being legitimately concerned when Ebola was going around. Sometimes we advance in urgent times and look at all the doctors who heroically flew to Africa to combat Ebola, many of whom died and got sick. Some survived. So sometimes we advance in urgent times. Yes. So Ebola's scary. These viruses are scary. I don't know why everybody's out there so tough, against, acting so tough against viruses. I don't want to get a virus. That sucks. It sucks even if you end up fine, like if you can avoid it, just that's better. It's better to not get any virus if you can avoid it, that's the best case scenario. You don't want to get sick. You also don't want to find out about these underlying medical conditions we all probably have some of because you got a virus and then you got extremely sick because you didn't know that you had high blood pressure or some you know high cholesterol or something like that. so I don't know everyone's been so tough about viruses this in the last couple of years I've never claimed to be getting in a virus's face, like, bring it, dude, bring it on, bring your little virus ass on. No, I have never been into that. I don't want to get sick. I try to avoid getting sick at all costs. All cure, all sounds dope, but would be more, would be, would like more tests to be sure. Yeah, absolutely. Ebola has a vaccine with 90% effective. Ray Ebola as a kid for me was the boogeyman. Ebola has a 90% effective vaccine. Then why was there a Ebola outbreak in Africa last year? Or, Or what was that? That was like five years ago, I guess, huh? Um, So, I just didn't know that. So, continuing on the misinformation stories, I saw a headline of an article. By the way, it was total clickbait. I saw a headline of an article, and I know there's a lot of people who watch this show, who listen to this show, who are thinking about joining the military, that one thing you can expect when you join the military is to get OC sprayed. Uh, I don't think so. What it's like to be OC sprayed, this is from the Military Times observation post, the article, the actual headline of Military Times was, you are definitely going to get OC sprayed when you join the military. And I was like, that's click that is not true. There's no OC spray in boot camp. If you wore OC spray, sprayed in the face with pepper spray in boot camp, please drop it in the chat. Because what I think they think what I think they're thinking of is the um, tear gas. I forget the actual name of it right now. But the tear gas. There is not I don't I've never heard of people getting pepper sprayed in boot camp. So If you guys have, then please let me know. But they have here, when you sign your life away to Uncle Sam, there are a few things that could happen. You might buy a Camaro and finance it at 27%, begin obsessively rolling all your socks, date a lady of the night, find yourself in a place like 29 Palms, marry someone you met five days ago and divorce just as fast, but there's one thing almost certain to occur, you will be sprinkled with oleoresin capsicum or OC spray. Here's what that's like. Uh, No. Who's Who's been pepper sprayed in boot camp? That's military police training. That's security forces training. If you were pepper sprayed in boot camp, please let me know. I've never heard of that in any boot camp. I've never heard of getting pepper sprayed. There are some great quotes in here. I do have a treat for you guys. For everyone who has not seen me getting pepper sprayed for my MP training, I'm about to show you that video. But in the, I just wanted everyone to know who's watching this, who's thinking about joining the military or is just curious about the military. You don't get pepper sprayed in boot camp. That's specific training. Let me catch up in the comments here real quick. And I'm going to sh- remind you guys how bad being pepper sprayed sucks by showing you my video. Let's see. Gamer, what's up? Welcome to the chat. Used to get sick more when I partied hardy. That's very true. Me too. Hey Max, do Navy swicks get made I got the mouse over this word fun of for not going seal or are they both well-respected? They're both well-respected, but Swick definitely gets stomped on by seals a little bit. Like there is the, there is the friendly banter for sure. There's the trash talk that goes on. Seals kind of trash on Swick a little bit, but nobody else does, you know, like in, in, in a serious way. No, in a joking way, of course, What you went Swick, you couldn't handle buds or whatever. You can handle seal training. Swick training is not easy though. It's absolutely not easy. Now the thing you got to understand about being a SWIC, if you're interested in being a SWIC, then when we do Friday's show, let's, let's, uh, save the in-depth conversation for Friday's show or Thursday's show where you guys are at my Friday. Um, SWIC spends most of their time just doing maintenance on like, be ready to be like an engine mechanic, a boat repairman, uh, be ready to be doing a lot of maintenance. I hope you like engines and I hope you like boats because your life revolves around that. Take the black death, uh, circulated by rats, we figured rats were afraid of fire. The Pope at the time put a circle of fire around them, and the rats didn't touch him. So that's what we all need. The gas chamber and pepper spray are different. Maybe if you become an MP, yes, absolutely. I did a civilian police academy. Got OC sprayed and tased. Everyone's so worried about the virus when a real killer is death. Uh, well, death comes for us all, right? So before we get too into into the uh, into that philosophical conversation, let me show this. So. I've got my, my video of me getting pepper sprayed when I did, uh, com- my computer just froze. When I got pepper sprayed after, when I was getting ready to go to detainee ops in Afghanistan, and I've got that pulled up for you guys. So we are going to watch this right now and you guys can see me. It's on YouTube. If you look up Max getting pepper sprayed under a separate YouTube account. Um, so this is to set the stage here. Some people have seen this. I know some people have not. This is Camp Shelby, Mississippi um, out there where the, there's CBs out there in Gulfport right next door, but this is an army base and we were doing our detainee ops training. This is in 2009 in the winter of 2009. So before I show this, I'm about to show you young me, the innocent man nugget says about to get pepper sprayed and scream like a girl. Can I get, can I get a member? Can we get a member today for as little as 299, uh, into this channel for me showing you this video, being vulnerable. Let's see what happens. Right, next the By the way, and if you've seen this already, I'm sorry. It's is going to be a repeat, but it never gets old, really. I was I was wearing glasses at the time. I've had ice, corrective eye surgery since this, but I was wearing glasses at the time, and you will see me here in a second reach to adjust my glasses and grab air because I was so nervous. I was so nervous that I reached for my glasses when they weren't even there. I to be a yes, I am. I am. Which is more painful, gas chamber or O.C.? Gas chamber is easy compared to OC. First of all, gas chamber lasts 30 seconds. OC spray lasts like 24 hours. It hits you like three more times after the first time. Every time your face gets wet, you sweat, you take a shower, you rub your eyes. It's the worst. Justin, no, buddy. Buddy. Yeah, buddy. So 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 thank you.. Watch, here comes the the glasses. Here comes the glasses. Right now. Boom. Grabbed air. Nothing but air. Thank you, OG Litness, for that $2 beer super chat. And Justin, $2.99, thank you very much. I appreciate it so much. If you guys are out there and you haven't had a chance to check out the memberships, you can click the join button right below this video and see about that. As little as $2.99 a month, you start getting your your, uh, membership benefits right away. Now, what they have you do, turn around, take a deep breath, and then they spray you in the face, across your eyes, the most direct, direct hit of pepper spray you're ever going to get in your life. Your battle buddy isn't supporting you very well by being way over there. Say got oh man can i tell you guys mc thank you for the super chat that's what i'm talking i love it i love it thank you so much i'm watching myself go through one of the most painful experiences in my life and it's actually kind of embarrassing because i cry i scream i scream in this high pitched murderous cackle scream here in a second and it's actually kind of humiliating but I don't mind. This video's been up on YouTube forever. I've shared it with the audience before. I kind of love rewatching it. Now, to answer uh, Angry Contractors' question, I was deploying with the Army, so they had us in Army uh, Army ACUs. So that was the uniform we wore. All Army equipment, all Army uniforms, except our our uh, branch patch over our chest said U.S. Navy, and our rank was still U.S. Navy, but our uniforms were all Army. Salute, and spray. Look at that, right in my eyes. Like, just full across the face, directly into the eyes. Not everyone, like some people, they missed a little bit. Some people, they went nose, forehead, something like that. No, he was laser beam, laser focused on my eyes, right into my eyes. Then, some people, what they'll do is, they'll try to shake it off. They'll try to shake it off, but not me. I I just took it. I just wanted the full... If I'm going to do that, if I'm going to do pepper spray training, I want the full pepper spray experience. Like, I want it as bad as it could ever be. But I got what I asked for, and this is what happens next. That was me by the way. That scream you just heard was me. It felt if I could describe what it feels like, if I could try to describe it to you guys, imagine getting uh imagine smashing a glass bottle into little pieces, sprinkling those into your eye and then rubbing them. That's what that's what this feels like. It's absolutely excruciating pain. And p- different people experience it differently. They say if you grew up eating spicy food your whole life, because it's basically, it's pepper, that's what it is. Like It's like concentrated pepper balls. And they say if you like grew up eating spicy food your whole life, you might not get it as bad. And you definitely can get used to it because I, I got pepper sprayed in in one form or another, probably a thousand more times on that deployment. And I eventually kind of got used to it, but this was my first experience and it was horrible. Do it. come on, come on, okay. come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, you, it, come you sure you want me to record this? <laughs> The guy recording it for, for me said, are you sure you want me to record this? Because I was just jacked. I was jacked up for the first 30 seconds that it happened. I was out of my mind. And the reason that you do this is because it's like, a, it's basically a confidence course because what they want you to do is they want you to know that you're not going to die, that you can still move around. You can still, Mudrock, welcome to the Scuttlebutt Show po- uh, members channel here. I was, ah, uh, that's all. It's great to see you. I'm glad you're watching. Uh, that, it's, it's really nice. Mudrock, it's really nice to see you over here just even jumping in there. So when I, when, when you get the, like, when you get hit by that, it's shocking. The pain is shocking. Okay. So you want to like, and there were people in our group who dropped down to their knees and begged. There were people who dropped down to their knees and begged for Jesus himself to come down from heaven and make the pain go away. But there is no way out of this. The only way out of this pepper spray training is through the obstacle course. Okay, you go through the confidence course, and at the other end, there's a hose with nice cold water that you can spray yourself in the face with and start flushing your eyes out. But there is no other way to get through this, nobody is coming to help you. So, all you have to do is suck it up and go. So, it took me about 30 seconds to get my stuff together, and then I eventually started just moving through the course. Oh, damn, come on, get him, get him, boo. Come on, get him. There, All right, next day, come on, hit your. Keep going, Keep going, Come on. Keep going. <laughs> So they have you go hit this thing. So you take down the first guy, you put the flex cuffs on, then you start, you know, whacking the thing. You have to, you have to hit two uh, pads and then take down one more person at the end. Got so, at this point, the shock is over. You're breathing again. You're moving. You're trying like to blink video. as fast as you can all to get the way I think of what's right going in there on. somewhere. And then it was so far away that somebody else was right next to you, so you might be able to cut him in. Yeah. Oh, you have to block. At one point, you have to block to prove that you can see. So they'll give you like these light little hits from the bottom to top. You have to block them. And that proves that you're opening your eyes to see what's happening. And if you can see on the right side of your screen right now, like in in between the gaps and people in front of the building, there's the little hose station where you can go get, you know, the hose in your eyes and get some relief. And then on the other side of the building here, kind of, you know, downwind everyone who has already been through the course is just pacing you're just pacing like, Oh my God, is this ever going to end? It's a nightmare. It's yeah. truly right so yeah. that's it. And then it goes on to, uh, I just do the last part of the course there, but yes, that's, that's really diff. That was really difficult. They give you a, um, they give you a certificate at the end of that. Cause you only have to do that training once in your military career. Now, if you go join the police department or something like that, you have to do it again. But if you are just doing military police training, you only ever have to do that initial OC training once ever, once ever. And there are like additional rounds of OC training. Like somebody might have to requalify, but what they do is instead of spraying you in the eye, they take some and they put it on a towelette and they wipe it on your forehead. That's it. They just wipe it on your forehead and then you do the course again. So that's the requal but the initial quality, you only have to do once. And it was horrible. So let's see, get down, get down on the ground rah, like that. That was me. Um, it's like seeing a puppy being kicked. Oh God. <laughs> the OC look clear. It is clear. It's clear. Um, let's see. I missed a lot of, thank you for all the donos Mudrock, Thank you for joining up at, at Polywag level. I appreciate that so much. I truly do. Uh, sounds like a uh, screaming goat video. Yes. What's up, Mark? Uh, well, when I get sprayed, it's going to be a hell of a trip. Well, that's only if you uh, go military police, because the whole reason I showed this is because of the misinformation that military times is putting out that everyone who goes to boot camp is going to get OC sprayed. That's not true. Uh, very brave of you to share this experience with people. (laughs) Are you sure you want me to record this? Yeah, that's a great quote. Um, member. Yep. Welcome to the pain train. Super legit. The only way to end the pain is getting through it. That's how all pain is. Um, you need to cut the nervous system. Same as getting passed in CS gas chamber. I've never snotted anything bigger. Yes, that's very true. The, the gas chamber is hard. They make you go in there, talk, take a deep breath, try to talk. It sucks. But as soon as you get out of the gas chamber, the pain starts to go away. OC spray, it lasts for hours and hours. Uh, how well can you see at the end? Not very well. Funny paper for itchy juice. Uh, (laughs) what if you joined the air force as an MP, but later joined another branch and become an MP, would you have to do it? Uh, I, every branch is different. So I'm not sure. Probably you would, you probably would, you would probably have to finish that branch's entire curriculum. Just like if you got out of the military and joined the police department, you have to do it again. So I would say probably, but I don't know. Um, Let's see. Upgraded to membership to Scuttlebutt Shell. Like, whoa! Upgraded to Shellback. Mudrock's getting it in. Well, thank you. I see that you switched over from Patreon to YouTube, and I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. I hope you're enjoying your free T-shirt as well. Um, I really do. It really means a lot to me to see you uh, still in the chat here. I, I was. Uh, it, it's just really nice. I'll just say that it's just really nice. So I appreciate you. Um, let's see how well can you see at the end. Robert said the the thing about at the end is you can see. But you're still in like a, a lot of persistent kind of annoying pain. It's like if you've ever gotten a, if you've ever been eating like buffalo wings and then rubbed your eye, just amplify that for a really long time. Now the problem really becomes later in the day you go to take a shower or something and it reactivates because there's these little tiny, tiny, tiny capsules. And those capsules, they burst and they let out each of those capsules. So the the liquid is the delivery system. Inside the liquid are thousands of these little capsules. Inside the capsules are the OC oil. So when you get hit in the face, the capsules burst, but not all of them do. Some of them just remain stuck to your skin, but they're water soluble. So if you sweat or take a shower, you burst the remaining capsules, and then you get the uh, you get the reflash. It's called. So you get your you get the reflash, and the reflash is like a it's like another round of getting sprayed. Just tone it down a little bit and it's like getting sprayed again. So I remember at the barracks cuz we were living in these open bay barracks, when I got my reflash later in the day, I went outside and just started kicking a tree. I just kicked <laughs> I just kicked a tree for like half an hour. Just angry. I was just angry. So it was it was actually kind of funny. My dream subcount My dream subcount was 1000. It's like AO Nixo said yesterday. Growing this audience and putting out good messaging is the most important thing to me. Reaching a thousand is probably the biggest goal that I've had on this channel up to this point. I don't have a dream. I mean, I don't have a dream sub count. I just want to have a good conversation, and you guys make that possible. So it's all about having this community. All right. Whoever, however many people want to be a part of this community is the most important thing to me. I don't have a dream sub count. Obviously, the bigger the better, right? Obviously, I want to grow the audience but as long as people are here who want to be here, that's the only thing that matters to me, whether it's one or 1,000 or 1 million. Can you tell us more about Sears School Friday? Would you do this there too? You don't do pepper spray in Sears School, and yes, we can talk about Sears School on Friday. Just please, uh, please remind me. Your response to reflash sounds like what a Marine would do. Uh, yeah, well, it's, very, it's a very grunty moment. All I could, Literally, all I could think to do was just go kick a tree no new updates on six days in Fallujah contractor, but I'm always monitoring that. I am always monitoring six days in Fallujah. So, and I won't miss an update. I'm doing my best to not miss an update. So I am always monitoring that just so you know, thank you nuggets. Me too. I do too. So we got a couple more stories today. Um, check this out. Enormous drone gun pluck UAVs right out of the sky. Look at this thing. King Sloan, what's up? Look at this gun. This looks like something out of Fortnite or something, maybe like border. This looks like, looks like a Borderlands gun. Why in the hell does this gun look like this? I'll tell you why. So I actually know a lot about this. Uh, being my, one of my specialties in the military was being a drone pilot was, what did you say, Shino? Pepper spray the kids. Oh yeah. Uh, Funny. If you, if you remind me, I'll tell you a funny story about that on Friday. So look at this gun. It looks like something out of a video game. It's, it's truly hilarious here, but there are all these problems with these remote aircraft, these RC piloted aircraft, remote piloted aircraft harassing and attacking troops and doing enemy ISR or intelligence surveillance reconnaissance pattern of life tracking, you know, convoys and all this stuff. So they made these. There's, there's all these. There's a. This is one version of this. The ever increasing implementation of unmanned aerial vehicles, drones, in modern warfare has yielded an on the ground to develop an on the ground race to develop technology necessary to knock them out of the sky. There's all these RF interference weapons that just blast really, really strong RF energy to disrupt the GPS and communication systems of drones. And there are even ones that can force them into automatically landing, which is what this one does. And there are also these net guns. Like, basically, you shoot up a net, okay, and the net catches the drone, and that takes it down right away, because obviously, the propulsion system on the drone can't keep up with, it's, most drones are prop-based or propeller-based, so, Larry, what's up? So, they're easy to take down with a net, but nets are short-range, and this weapon can go over two kilometers, it says, 2,000 meters. One Australian developer is hoping to be a staple in the market. Enter drone gun tactical by drone shield A remarkably large. It is remarkably large, 56 inches long. That's over four and a half feet, lightweight, 16 pound weapon, 16 pounds. That's like a saw weapon that looks more akin to the offspring of a scar than an E-tool on steroids, Uh, a scar and an E-tool on steroids. So this is, I'm just going to say, this is the antenna. The big part that you're looking at here on the, on the left side of your screen has got to be the antenna. It's got to be the part that emits the RF energy. So it's battery powered. There's a video down here. Let's just watch the video and see what the video has to say. Hopefully, there's no ads. There probably will be because I said that. Here we go. Team one, this is Alpha. i will still trying to the move to Bravo. I'm Ask and you shall receive, Robert. Okay. He just shot up at that thing and then guided it down to the ground. Like he was using the goddamn force. Let me ask you guys a question. Your door gets kicked in. Somebody walks in a room with that thing. What are you doing? What's your next move? That was weird, huh? That was actually kind of weird. I think, um, I think that that looked crazy. I don't know what even to say about that. I don't even know what to say about that. That was uh, something really interesting. Now it said two and a half kilometers on there. So that's pretty good. Now two and a half kilometers, what you got to consider here? is this thing could be a thousand feet up, right? A thousand feet up. So you don't even have to be, you're usually not going to be far away with these off the shelf drones, like DJI drones, but you might be a little high up. So Nick Kroll's drones parody. No, I have not seen that. Uh, Can you drop a link to that? And I'll check that out. I'll try to remember to look it up. So somebody's like honking their horn outside or something. That's weird. Um, so that drone gun is pretty cool. Now this isn't a misinformation story, but I just wanted to share this with you guys. We do have a couple non misinformation stories that we're going to get to. Um, so that was just that. I just wanted to share that with you. I thought that was pretty cool that drone story. How interesting, right? How interesting is that? Um, I do feel bad for the soldier who has to carry that into battle. Not only does it weigh sixteen pounds, but you have to get into a clear line of sight with the aircraft to use it. And then you're pretty vulnerable because you're carrying around a 16 pound monstrosity of a thing. And, uh, and you're putting yourself out in the open. So not very good. Let's see. Wouldn't be a good idea. Murica, dude, (laughs) if a gamer with guns says, dude, wouldn't be a good idea. Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's that, uh, never bad conversation with our buddy, Max. Thank you, Robert King Sloan. What's good. Um, OC is one hell of a drug. (laughs) Uh, it's like when you have a microwave on and the internet cuts out, but in gun form. Yeah. Very, very good. Uh, So your battlefield 2042 video, funny reaction. Thank you very much. A lot of people have seen that. Thank you for not being one of the people who mistook me for being serious in that. Uh, That video was meant to be funny. And there's a lot more videos like that coming soon. Uh, I'll try to do one or two of those a week. uh, I've got to follow up with the story here. Because we talked about that accident up in near Tokyo of that naval officer who crashed into a car at 1 p.m. and killed an old lady and injured several others. Do you guys remember that? Here's the follow up Yakuska based officer fell asleep at the wheel before fatal car crash indictment says he fell asleep. He fell asleep. A U.S. naval officer has been formally charged with negligent driving resulting in death and injury following a May 29th accident that killed two people in the Shiz- Shizuoka prefecture. Lieutenant Ridge. Hanuman Alconis, which I remember saying was a really cool name. Apparently fell asleep. He's an officer aboard the USS Benfold. It was about 1 p.m. in the Yamamiya district of Fujinomiya, a city that's about two hours from Yakuska. They said he was not hurt in the crash, but he felt sleepy and could have gotten in a situation that would have made it difficult to gaze his head, probably like, you know, the old head bob, the, 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 uh, what was it? The, the touch and goes. So he's doing touch and goes at the wheel. He fell asleep and crashed. A 53-year-old woman suffered bruises to her knees and elbow. One of the vehicles struck and pinned an 85-year-old woman who died. A 54-year-old man who was pinned while getting behind the wheel of his car was hospitalized and died on June 11th. Two deaths. Two deaths. Oh no. That's horrible. Two deaths. And and this naval officer is going to be screwed. No bueno. Oh my gosh. I didn't know it was two deaths. I didn't even see that the first time I read through the article. The Navy takes all incidents involving your personnel very seriously. In October, Alconis won first prize in an essay contest about mind warfare that was sponsored by the Mind Warfare Association, and published in Proceedings, the U.S. Navy Institute's monthly magazine, but now his promising young career is effectively over. Horrible for him. I said I was worried about what what, um, negligent driving meant when we covered this story last time, but it says he fell asleep. So that's a horrible accident. It's, it's, uh, it's easy to continue to drive when you're sleepy, right? It's easy. I've done it. I bet everyone's done it. I bet everyone here has done things sleepy that they shouldn't have done. Everyone's been out there having those touch and goes. You got somewhere you got to be. You know, you can make it. You just got to shake it off, slap yourself in the face a little bit and you'll be fine. But there's no taking that back. I bet that happened in two seconds. He need time in the pen in the pen. Live through World War II to be taken out by a careless driver. Yep. Yep. It's uh horrible. Horrible, huh? That's that's really sad. And I've driven tired. I've driven doing those touch and goes. I've driven all through the night, been up 24 hours driving. That's so stupid. Now that I've made it to this point, it's so stupid. Honestly. It's so dangerous. Driving who was watching, was I, was I saying this yesterday on the show? Driving is the single most dangerous thing we do every day. And we do it like we don't even care about anybody's life in the world. We, people are out there texting, playing on their phones, watching TV here in Japan. People drive so negligently speaking of negligent driving, by the way, here's something I see every day in Japan. There are babies crawling on the dashboard, there's no car seat law here. There's people with it's very common to have televisions right in your dashboard here in Japan. And people are watching, you know, sitcoms, watching daytime TV while driving. It's so freaking dangerous. Driving is so dangerous and we go around every day driving like who cares about anything? Who cares about it literally anything? Let's just go drive around. Oh my voice is cracked. Let's just go drive around, have a good time. Who cares? We're texting, we're doing it all we're eating a burger, we're texting, we're watching YouTube, everything. And then these accidents happen and your life is ruined. Falling asleep at the wheel and waking up a killer. Yep. Yep. Fall asleep at the wheel. And you're now someone who's taking someone's life. An old lady. Is that what you want to be? Is that, is that uh how you want to be remembered? Is that what you want to be remembered for? So everyone, please be careful out there. King Sloan, thank you for subscribing. Everyone, please be careful out there behind the wheel it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. Take, Pull over, take a 20 minute nap, do whatever you got to do, delay your trip. Nothing's worth dying or killing somebody over. Let's see. Mark says, dude, I screamed at a woman in a Y plate the other day doing on the 58 doing a video chat while driving and having a kid in the baby seat in the car. Insane. Insanity. Insanity. It's totally bananas. No one's no one's, I'm not trying to say Americans or Japanese people are better or worse at driving. Everyone sucks at it. I'll tell you, everyone internationally sucks at driving. That's it. That's all there is to it. We all, we all need to do better at driving. We're all guilty. I'm pointing a finger at, in and out. We all need to do better at driving. Um, but last story of today, we've got... This Fort Carson soldier could be the next Miss America. A Fort Carson soldier named Miss Colorado is now going up for Miss America, a specialist, an enlisted soldier going up for Miss America. Now, we did have a finalist for Miss Miss Veteran USA, Miss Veteran America on the show, Juliet Sanford, and you guys can go check out that episode. But this is actual, actual Miss America, like the real full thing. Specialist Mora Spence Carroll is not your average soldier. After competing in pageants for years, Spence Carroll will be competing in the 2022 Miss America pageant after being named Miss Colorado earlier this month, according to an Army press release. Spence from Katy, Texas, is an intelligence analyst with the 23rd Infantry Regiment, 1st Striker Brigade, 4th Combat Team, 4th Infantry Division at Fort Carson, Colorado. She'll be the first active duty soldier to represent Colorado in the Miss America pageant, according to Colorado's Fox affiliate. And there's some Army... uh, army post here with her in uniform with her Miss Colorado. She's competed for pageants in years. I looked her up. She's been competing in pageants since she was a young lady. And this is, uh, she's competing in pageants for almost a decade after seeing Miss America for the first time as a child. She wanted to do something that would make people proud. That was kind of cool and would give me life experience. She says, but Spence Carroll, whose five year old sister tragically drowned in 2015, was still struggling with her mental health. She'd been more depressed than I'd ever been in my life. In the time that followed her sister's death, and after joining the army, she felt like she was barely treading water, trying to keep up with everything. Not good. I wonder what role her sister's death played in her joining the army. She was uh, diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Now she's thriving, though, and she wants to use the platform of Miss America to help destigmatize mental health care, especially in the military community. I think that's great. The stigma around mental health is preventing service members from receiving care. She said, uh, and that's on every level. You need to make it clear that jokes are calling people jokes and calling people weak are not okay. People can be hurt by jokes, but I don't know. I'm not too strong on the shutting down, like, like dark. I'm a dark humor fan myself, so that's a cope. But what if that's a coping mechanism for me? Dark humor is a way that I cope. So I get it. You know, there's a lot of different sides here. Um, so she posts some pics of her just at regular work. And here's her with her Miss Colorado pageant gear on. One day I'm going to take you to Miss America with me. She recalled telling her sister in the army release. Now that I've won Miss Colorado and I'm heading to Miss America, I feel like I'm fulfilling that promise to her. So she's doing it for her sister. Um, so just so you guys know, Maura Spence Carroll running for, uh, in the running for Miss America, an army specialist. Normally you would see an army captain, second lieutenant, first lieutenant type of thing, but this is a specialist. So I'm, I'm pulling for her. How about that? Wouldn't it be cool to see an army specialist win Miss America? Wouldn't that be neat? That's Nietzsche because that's neat. So hopefully she pulls it out. And then what I'll do is I'll shoot her an email if I can find her on social media or whatever, and see if she wants to be on the scuttlebutt show. If anybody out there knows her, let's get her on the scuttlebutt show and talk about it. Um, what's going on in the comments here? We've got people don't take driving seriously enough. True. The sooner self-driving cars become the standard, the better. Did the article say where he was driving to? No, it did not. I would have, but he was on leave. I think I would have screamed from out of Japanese too, mate. Screaming out of Japanese too. I, I, oh yeah, I know. I know. I know that's not what you meant. Tens of thousands die on the road every year. Uh, any game stream later? Uh, probably not cause I'm probably gonna have to go, uh, bounce to work on the documentary. But I do need to chip away at Half Life a little bit and just keep working on that campaign. So we'll see. Uh, never had an accident with another car. Park cars only. Is that it? But this guy crashed into park cars, and it was the chain reaction that killed the uh, the victims. So it, I guess she's hot, hot, not just post hot. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, wonder if her recruiter got a bonus for this blue chip recruit. Maybe. So sorry for her loss of her sister. That is sad. Basically secured free advertisement for the army. Uh, we all have a little dark humor in the chat. Yes, I sense Donnie will find her on TikTok. Ooh, that would be interesting. Uh, MC, round of applause. Everyone slide her into DM saying super legit. Yeah, give her, send her some super legit support and uh, let her know to Scuttlebutt Show. Would love to have a chat with her if anybody out there knows her or follows her on social media. That would be really cool. Maybe she'll see this uh, and she'll, she'll reach out to me. But that is a, a bravo Zulu to her. I've got to give her a super legit for running for Miss America. Super legit legit. Good for her. Proud of her. Proud of uh, somebody, some good news coming out of the army. Now this is a soldier doing some cool stuff. Why isn't she in the army recruiting commercial? Why do we get Emma? How do we end up with Emma and not her? Like this is somebody who's excelling in life right here, advocating for mental health, all this stuff. Anyway, I could babble on and on about that. So guys and gals, dudes and dudettes. I love dudes and dudettes. It's what they used to call royalty back in the day. It's a great compliment for me to call you my dudes and dudettes. So, it's a little early, but we'll get out of here a little early today. We've got a show tomorrow. We've got a show Friday. Um, With all that being said, you guys are the best. Shout out to Mudrock, who jumped over to join membership here on YouTube. And uh, and I'm very happy to see his name come through the chat. It's nice to see Mudrock. I know you're out there listening. With all that being said, you guys are the best. You guys are super legit. I look forward to seeing you very soon. And for Justin... That's the scuttlebutt?